I know why Maddie's going to start this episode because she loves to show off that she's a singer. Everyone is thinking that I'm going to start this with the titular, <laughs> that girl was, a, but I'm not. Always starting with a song. I want to do something different today. I don't know what. <laughs> I don't have a plan. I didn't think I'd get this far. <laughs> I would actually love if you opened with a song. Okay, if you ask me. <laughs> Arm twisted. That girl was a one-time teenage drama queen. I hyped up. Okay, does she say hyped up or hacked up every day wannabe? Probably hyped up. I don't know. Hacked what... up is like murdered, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes, okay. Now she's a somebody. Life is a work of art. You've got to paint it colorful. Oh my god. The spoken word portion of that song. Life is a work, a work of, of art. art. You, you got to paint pa- it colorful. You can make it anything you want. Don't have to stick to any rules. You don't. I, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I loved this movie when I was a teen. If you didn't guess from this tight beginning, we are doing this week... Professions of a Teenage Drama Queen starring Lilo, Megan Fox, uh, Allison Pill, um, Ashley Leggett from Life with Derek. Living Life with Derek. I, I used to really like that show. And me too. Okay, yeah, that really threw me. That is another show where we get a full-blown brother-sister romance. Okay, they don't even hide it. I'm pretty sure the show ended because it was getting too steamy between the two of them on screen. You know what they were? They were Paul Rudd and Alicia Silverstone. Okay, Clueless. another. Oh my god. Okay, I thought we were thinking the same thing, and I wasn't even thinking that. I was thinking, freaking. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking Cruel Intentions. Throw a uh, a dart at a dartboard of movies, and you'll land on a brother sister like, romance. I I almost feel weird for not dating my brother. That's how many people are <laughs> seemingly dating their brother. So, anyways, this week we're doing. It is our final episode of 2020. Holy hell. You start the new year with, with what are they called when you make a promise to yourself? A resolution. Holy shit, this episode is going to be brutal. <laughs> you start the new year with a resolution, but you, in order to resolve, you must confess you must be honest with yourself and you and and the end of the year is all about confessions <laughs> as they oh, all say i actually had no clue why you had picked this movie oh that's not why i just made that up oh, welcome oh, to me well. the school of rock for bs the end of the year is all about confessions and the new year is all about starting new resolutions olivia do you have any confessions of, of your teen of a teenage rock queen that you would like to make for, before the end of the year Going into 2021, clean slate. Why don't you go first and I'll, um, <laughs> I'll, I'll go second based off of what your response is. One confession is this year I was taking a bath and um, I had to pee really bad. Oh, Maddie. My body relaxed a little too much and I started <laughs> to pee in the tub, but it wasn't a lot of pee. It was a little tiny bit. I got out. I didn't like shout. I didn't like clean my hair. I I should I should have got out earlier than I did, and I have confessed that, and now I'm a clean slate. <laughs> <laughs> if that isn't a metaphor for 2020, <laughs> I don't know what is. Is that me slandering my own self? It's not good. It's definitely <laughs> not flattering. Wow. Okay. That didn't. I was hoping whatever you would say would jog something for me. 
That has not. Okay, I'll do another. I'll do another. On a very lonely, sad night, I ordered a single box of Reese's Puffs from the convenience store across the street from Mm -hmm. my apartment (laughs) through Uber Eats. Meaning a person drove up to the convenience store, parked, got out, picked up my Reese's Puffs, (laughs) and walked them over to me. Forgive me, Father. I will never do this again. Clean slate. But I'm winking because I probably will do this again. When you started with that P one. I'm not using the P one. Oh, (laughs) you're not using it at all? Use the P one. Do you think the P one's funny? It's crazy. It's wild. Okay, well, I mean. It's girls gone wild. But do you think it's like that could be used against me in court? Absolutely not. Okay, my confession for 2020 is that, let's just say, to me now, uh, a night where I only cap it off with one bag of (laughs) wine gums after eating an at-home meal of pasta is considered a diet night. (laughs) (laughs) I'm only worried about the cavities. Are they, do you feel them? Okay. This isn't even funny when we talk about it because all my teeth hurt. Yeah, I know. They, I they know. bleed at even the lightest <laughs> touch of a toothbrush. A toothbrush, not even uh, the the floss. Oh, I a soft can't brush. Eat. Oh no. I wake up with bleeding teeth. Okay. Honestly, it is okay. a serious concern. <laughs> I made the terrible mistake. I had a full fledged dairy milk chocolate bar. Bit into it as if it was an apple, like as if I'm a child. Didn't even break off a little piece and eat it. Bit into it. Yeah. Zing. Like, oh like six my. teeth start ringing out. I'm just like, okay, I know, I know, I know. I know that feeling. Zing, zing, I know zing, that zing, exact. I am a dentist's, I would say worst nightmare, but to them, dream come true because they're making 11, 1200 bucks they, off my mouth. <laughs> okay. If my dentist were to be in Freaky Friday, they're <laughs> JLC walking out of the shop with all the bags, but it's just my dentist holding your trees of my teeth. <laughs> um. Okay. So now make one resolution after those confessions of a teenage drama queen. So you go first, do resolution. I guess yours would be to brush. Uh, yeah, my, well, certainly one of mine will be to incorporate a mandatory two times a day brushing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because I'm not going to lie. It's okay. Yeah, once it's in a okay. while we fall asleep before getting that second brush in for the day. You're a sleepy head. I think that'll about do it for money. <laughs> Maybe cut out, cut out the, the post lunch dessert. Oh, you can't cut out post-lunch dessert. How are you, how are you going to let your body know it's nap time? <laughs> Mine is going to be, number one, no more peeing in the tub. I, it was an accident. Um, My second one is going to be try to incorporate at least one day a week of um, a pant that isn't a, a, of the sweatpant variety. Even if it's a legging. Oh. Let's just get at least one day in. And if you can work up to one pair of jeans, great. I know. I'm really shooting for the stars That's in a 2021. Lot. Actually, my second one is a f- is uh, learn how to skateboard. Okay, that's cool as hell. But I'm not going to do it. Set yourself up for success. Okay. Aim to skateboard, but settle for scootering. Aim to learn how to skateboard, but settle for there looking at it, buying a scooter. <laughs> Settle for just buying a scooter. 
period. Great. Now we're feeling refreshed and now we can hop into 30 going on 13, everyone. We haven't even introduced our podcast yet. It's the podcast where me, Maddie Foley, New Year's baby in a diaper and my co-host, Olivia Collect. What we do here is we take movies as for for now it's movies but who knows what 2021 will bring we might be doing tv shows we might be doing fun sort of offside things uh whatever whatever anyone has suggestions for send it in if you have a tv show you want us to do we're definitely leaning towards that we'll see what the new year brings but for now we do movies from our youth that we felt very strongly about we have uh nostalgia connections to and we rewatch them as adults and sort of a assess uh some of those problematic themes this week we are doing confessions of a teenage drama queen and buddy (laughs) (laughs) holy hell this movie was right smack in the middle of me like this was pre cinderella story it was about six months before cinderella story came out i loved this movie so wait what year is that oh four this is an oh four february release okay so i'm at a 12 you're at a 14 oceans apart everything you're saying it's not resonating with me okay so let's let's get our sweeping statements right out the gate then i maddie foley loved this movie as a teen (laughs) oh my god i was lilo i resonated with her the things she says to everyone were my inner thoughts the the drama queen like and i'm the star of the show honestly ding ding those are my secret thoughts as a teen as a little teen i wanted to be an actor i wanted all the attention i loved her character i thought her outfits were so cool i do feel differently as an adult i do feel differently as an adult okay don't throw yourself don't throw yourself out the window uh you're looking at me like you're going to that girl was a one-time teenage drama queen final show eliza rocks final performance everything about it the attention the rock star subplot the big city subplot and even though i didn't love lilo as much as i loved let's say a hillary duff at this time it was actually better that way because i think then the connection would have been so strong that i would have died (laughs) okay sorry let me just um get settled again my jaw was on the floor as you were saying all that lilo is tearing us apart i've professed this a million times i am a liloist love Lindsay. <laughs> yeah 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 i've always been a Lindsay girl you're a practicing liloist having said that i don't even know if i'd ever seen this movie if i did okay well it, it made absolutely zero mark second of all so i was 14 when this came out i have to think <laughs> you look <laughs> so upset right now because for you to so i thought that- look look at me now look at me now look at me now i thought this was going to be our big new year's kickoff i thought we were both gonna <laughs> love this so much i thought this was gonna be like the funnest episode like we really slogged it with christmas with the cranks and now we're back in full swing i've actually never seen you this episode okay no we'll still have fun we'll still have fun but i this will actually be more of like a uh i'm studying you because this is fascinating to me everything you've said because Okay, I know that I'm looking at this through a 2020 30 year old lens. So that, of course, I'm going to feel detached from all this. But I was still like, I don't know. I still feel like in that time, I still would have felt like <laughs> none of this is in remote touch with reality. 
I hate all these outfits. There's no way anyone <laughs> would think this is cool. Like, there's no way a teenage girl would look at this and be like, oh my God, they're so cool. The writer of this movie must be a 70-year-old okay. man because this could not be more out of touch. None of these outfits are... This is so alien. Like, Do you know what I'm tasting, though? Do you know what I'm tasting? I'm tasting somebody who maybe like really wanted to be alternative and thought that it was coming off as cool, but it wasn't writing this because it's based on a book. I'm tasting a little bit of personal uh, editing of one's own narrative. I can't hardly wait scenario where wherein the screenwriter is rewriting their own history. history yes, and then the film. and then the nerd went on. He went on to be Jeff Bezos and have <laughs> cars and hot babes. Yeah, I, I'm feeling a little tiny bit of that interestingly enough that you feel detached from this because this was filmed at Birchmount. this is steeped in canadian at uh, canadian it is so funny to me i didn't even we get the overhead shots of new york we get the overhead shots of new jersey but then we see we see two seconds of a street and i go this filmed in canada this is toronto I don't know why there's something about like the trees and the houses the style of houses i was no, like no you can That's tell Hamilton. i can a Canadian can spot. I can smell it. Canadian terrain from miles away. <laughs> Oftentimes, you and I are uh, have different lenses when we are viewing a film because you mm-hmm. are an actress. Okay. So you are coming from a very different perspective than me, and I can totally see a little (laughs) baby Maddie looking at this, oh, Oh, so aspirationally, oh, yes, my dreams of being an actress, and I'm sitting there being like... Loser, can I stick your head in in a toilet? Can I give, give you, you a, a swirly? swirly? Throw me an aspiring actress in any film, and yeah. buddy, yeah. oh my god, I'm there. <laughs> but but I've got to have seen it before the ages of I'd say 26 when my sort of realization slash dreams were crushed. You love the romanticizing yes. of, of a struggling yes, young girl yes. trying to make it in Hollywood. Yes, yes, yes. But then you know the reality of it is actually it's just kind of a struggle. <laughs> You're gonna flip your wig when you hear this uh-huh listen to this day so i'm hanging with my girls i'm hanging with angelica we've got an alex we've got a chelsea aka my esteemed lawyer friend who i love who who is oh, chelsea. chelsea who has met paris hilton i don't know well, which credit is bigger meeting paris yeah. hilton or being a successful esteemed lawyer she's there it is feb 2004 it is Okay, girls, hop in the van. Mm. We're going to... (laughs) Hop in the van being driven by your mom. Hop in the van. (laughs) Alex's mom is driving. Shout out to Gloria. She's driving. And we are going not only to the movie theaters, but we're going to the mall with our tiny guest purses in hand. Matching tiny guest purses. And we are hitting up all the stores. We are (laughs) hitting up guests. We are hitting up Le Chateau. We are hitting up whatever store sold triple five soul and paul frank it was like that fake hot topic store that had like paul frank parasuko what was kind of like a boathouse or something rag city a claire's earring that's a colorful little spiky oh do you know what i'm talking about the spike gel spiky rubber (laughs) okay (laughs) 
<laughs> like a like a purple circle oh. with with lime green oh, uh, spikes coming out. <laughs> Rubber. I one hundred percent had stud earrings that were pink and blue <laughs> spikes. What the hell? What what was that style? I'm losing my mind even thinking about this day. We we hit up the food court. Everyone gets. I believe it was New York fries at the time, and you know that you ate what all your friends ate. So we're all getting mm. New York fries. I think we all got an ice cap or something. The ice cap to a teenager oh. was the Cosmo to the Second <laughs> City gals. <laughs> Walking around with one of those, I was like <laughs> carrying a briefcase. I felt so grown up, so sexy, so adult. Ice cap, make it with skim milk. Shaken, shaken, not stirred. Ice cap. Yeah. Ice cap, no base. Thank you. Um, it's all base. We actually can't make that. Okay. Well, whatever then. That's fine. Walking around all the stores with little little purse on one hand and ice cap in the other buying only having $25 to spend Um, (laughs) now we're going to the freaking movie theaters we are seeing confessions of a teenage drama queen I hadn't seen trailer but I feel like I had seen the three by three square picture of her doing all the different poses I saw that and I was hooked I was in that's all i needed that marketing was spot on massively fun day so much sugar so much adrenaline okay so with all that being said let's dive into our chronological rundown of confessions of a teenage drama queen this movie um is about a girl who moves from new york city to the suburbs and sort of adjusts to life there and throughout this movie we get um a lot of very uh stylistic (laughs) sort of uh, artsy uh, choices choices. honestly some of them worked for me (laughs) it's kind of like collages videos of collages moving i hated it (laughs) okay you're the visually visually the the aesthetic of this this choice is not working for me okay xmas is over but the grinch is still around (laughs) Uh, like upsetting and sort of disturbing um, to look at they're kind like of like the uncanny valley they're kind of eerie yeah and a little unsettling. too close they're to... unsettling i get oh. it in this first opening one what's happening is we're seeing lilo's dream which is that her mom moves to the suburbs doesn't take her with her she gets to stay in new york but we do get the infamous lohan english accent off the top which is worse than parent trap well because as a child you could let it so you'd make allowances i guess well we have to rewatch parent trap because i don't maybe know what i'm talking about this is the worst english accent i've ever heard current day lilo lives to do an accent this is a woman of the world she (laughs) loves to do an accent and she still does accents is it even funny to make fun of her accent no but i do need to point out it is so 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 brutal in this little daydream her mom leaves to the suburbs and she gets to stay in new york and she does a little flip a cgi flip (laughs) off of a tree Uh, oh you know what it's (laughs) it's so funny it's kind of like the elves with attitude doing their air flips it's so visually annoying to look at and flash forward to reality that's not the case we are in the car her and her two twin siblings and her mom are packing up and they're moving to jersey we get it right off the bat lilo is a bit of a drama queen and for anyone who misses it her mom even turns around and says please don't be such a 
Wank, 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 wank. <laughs> Drama queen. Did you get that a lot growing up? Okay, you've peered, <laughs> peered into my soul. Um, yes, my... I, you know, no shade to any of my family members, but yes, a lot of them call me dramatic or say you're being dramatic or <laughs> I never get drama queen, which I think would be actually nicer because it's kind of like a cool fancy, like, cause you're a queen, you're a bit of royalty, <laughs> but instead I am just called, um, dramatic. You know what I used to get? This is just coming back to me. I remember specifically my grade eight teacher, Madame Choise would say that I was quote unquote. Okay. <laughs> Say it, say it, say it. Trop romantique. And that means you're too romantic, Olivia. You're always fantasizing. You're always daydreaming. (laughs) Maddie Maddie is falling down. She's so. (laughs) Your French insults and get them out of here because they sound so much nicer for the love of god i broke my arm on a field trip snow snowboarding in grade one i broke my arm on a field trip tobogganing i tobogganed right into a tree snowboarding okay someone's rewriting history we were on a field trip and immediately i'm brought in i'm brought in to sign a waiver like a liability waiver at six years old didn't even know how to spell my name they're trying to get my john hancock on their (laughs) on their diplomatic papers so that they can have everything in order my teacher does nothing mrs g does nothing i go home crying myself to sleep my mom comes in she's like what's wrong we go to the er my mom takes me to school and goes my daughter broke her arm on a field trip yesterday and you didn't even call me or tell me and mrs g says Oh, well, you know how dramatic Madeline can be. <gasps> that girl was a phantom. <laughs> how dare her? Are you yeah, on my side or are you on her side? Pick a side right now because... Maybe. Oh, my gosh. Thanks to Mrs. G. That's how my acting that career started. Pl- yes. Okay. That planted the seed. Anyways, that's my story about being called dramatic. And it's continued to be called dramatic by everyone I know in anger, in admiration but mostly in frustration. <laughs> she's moving to she's moving to Jersey, aka Mississauga for any of you Canadians. She likes this band just really quickly named Sid Arthur. How do you feel about that? I think that name is believable as hell. Right. Yeah. Oh, after uh after we go to comedy bar, there's a uh, Sid Arthur's playing down the street. Are you freaking <laughs> kidding me? Yes. And by go to comedy bar, I don't mean me doing a show. I mean me tagging along creepily as other people do shows. <laughs> We do see like how much she hates this, but how also now she's like, we're getting the narrative. And this is where you can tell that it was a book, how much in her head she's like rewriting everything and being like, I was going to be, this was a new beginning for me. She's going to school first day. She's riding her bike. I'm just going to say it out loud. First day of school outfit. (laughs) Let's break it down. Where are we sitting you're looking sick to your stomach. <laughs> She's wearing golden silk bell bottoms, a, f- a flowing white and gold headscarf <laughs> with beaded strings around it, fringe belt. I actually, okay, okay, okay. I don't know why I'm feeling so generous today, but the shirt on vacation would be kind of cool. Is it, can, am I allowed to say that legally? Well, she's got a beach cover-up as a shirt. She's got her signature Coke bottle cap necklace on. I would be the filthiest liar if I didn't say that I thought the Coke bottle necklace was oh. so 
Koopal when I was younger. I also used to think that those recycled bags of like wrapped up of chocolate wrappers <laughs> folded <laughs> <laughs> that you'd sell at like a, oh, a mart. At okay, a mart. you know where they would sell. You know where they would sell those at the same store that sold like modros. Oh my god! <laughs> For, to to match your pair of modros oh. and your your seatbelt belt, get one of these messenger bags that is composed of Bolded. juice box, oh juice box god. collage. My brain loved stimulation when I was younger. I loved seeing like nine million. <laughs> little like coke pepsi seven up like in a collage of like pops old 50s signs in a collage of like a betty boot purse oh my god i loved it (laughs) once upon a time i also loved those bags that were just duct tape (laughs) did you make one of those yes olivia i made a duct tape wallet i used to make bracelets out of toothbrushes how do you even make a bracelet out of a toothbrush boil a pot of hot water you stick the plastic brush in and we're talking about uh the see-through colored yes um, yes yes yes, handles yes, 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 yes let it boil up a bit bend it with forks Boom. That's actually you cool. You got as hell. a cool as hell rad rebel toothbrush bracelet. That is actually cool. Using garbage basically to make <laughs> my accessories. <laughs> and and Lindsay meets Allison Pill. Um they be they talk about Sid Arthur and they become friends. What are your thoughts of of AP? I gotta come right up. Do it. Be honest for once in your goddamn life. (laughs) (laughs) I'm turning over a new leaf and I'm gonna be honest. That's your third revolution. Revolution. I'm starting. We're never finishing this episode. And it involves being anti Allison Oh no. Quite know where this stems from, but the second I saw her, I didn't care for it. Oh no! Don't like it. Uh, and she du- she dumped Canadian <laughs> legend Jay Baruchel. Okay, so you're not feeling. I do love Jay Baruchel. I do love him. I do really like Jay Baruchel. Personal grudges aside, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, she does. Toast. She's the most. She's the most generic actress I've ever seen in my life. I I really feel for her character in this movie, um, as like a like sort of a huge loser like a big big huge one even and (laughs) (laughs) uh we meet the girls we meet like ashley leggett megan fox um in the classroom they walk up so living life with derek is one of megan fox's um what are they called not junkies god my brain is not working um henchmen henchmen cronies 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 so ashley leggett uh living life with leggett is <laughs> uh, one of megan fox's cronies um i almost forgot how dramatic lilo was in this film until she says the line ella gerard you are the sister of my soul <laughs> and when she says that i go oh yeah i forgot she talks so bizarrely in this film this is the point in the film where sean comes downstairs he goes what are you watching for for the podcast i go confessions of a teenage drama queen and he, without it without missing a beat he turns around and he goes you're watching a home movie about you okay do you need ice for that burn he's wow. a full-blown comedian get back upstairs to your freaking <laughs> den and get out of my face megan fox then is sort of giving lilo the rundown she's like we're the cool girls Allison Pill's a freaking loser. If you're careful, you could even be chilling with us at lunch. Lilo 
she is confident and cool as if I want to be chilling with you like that's the only thing I want whoa I wish I had that confidence oh yeah same the second the cool girl was saying that to me I'd be like bye Allison Pill. I'd be like thanks Ella nice to meet you bye see you're a loser (laughs) we meet uh what ends up being Lilo's love interest there's absolutely no development of this um his screen time I think totals two minutes I would not be surprised if in the book, the Ridge book, Lilo gets together with the rock star and that's the love story. And in this children's Disney film, they mm-hmm. had to pepper in a essentially uh, age appropriate, a, essentially a stand in so that when she's dancing at the end, they can switch it. They can switch him out quickly <laughs> so that he's age appropriate. This whole thing bothered me because um, this this actor is like really cute and sweet and um i would have actually liked to see more involvement with the two of them yeah but, totally um, instead we get him for 30 seconds at the start two seconds in the middle and then two <laughs> seconds at the end there's a point where okay they introduce each other and then he walks away and we get a <laughs> We oh my gosh, a, I know what you're talking about. We get a close-up <sighs> shot of his butt. And it's like... Walking away. It's, it's literally like the concave. <laughs> it's, it is the flattest ass. And we're meant to be like, oh yeah, she's drooling walking okay. his butt okay. walk away. Okay. <laughs> Other thing too that I do not think filmmakers understand is like when you close up on a boob or a butt, it is sexual in nature. So... This 15-year-old girl closing up on another 15-year-old's butt is like, what is she supposed to do with that butt? What is she daydreaming about <laughs> doing to that butt? Like, when you're a teen, you're all about like, cool, ooh, he abs oh in a God. bathing suit. Uh, yeah. And like, no, or even face. like oh, his his hands. His, yeah, his hands. Oh, his mushroom yeah, cut. His, his <laughs> eyes when he, when he got, when he did well on that test. Oh my God, his, his skate shoes. The way his skin is so perfect. Like that is what you're focusing on. Even if we want to say that they're like promiscuous, are you, do you think you're going straight to pegging? You think that's where you're starting? <laughs> you think we're doing, you think we're tossing salads at 15? Like, no, like we're not getting there yet. You're having probably missionary sex. If that, you're not putting on a strap on and pegging him. So is, is that what someone automatically is thinking about if they check out well, someone's butt? What else are you thinking about if you're checking out a butt? Men severely overestimate how much women are checking out men's butt. Ella and Lilo are like, let's be friends and hang out, right? Again, we're seeing the Canadianisms of this neighborhood. We are seeing the stop signs. We are seeing the, as if no other country is stop signs. <laughs> um, we're seeing the Canadian stop signs and the Canadian grass and trees. They grab cardboard cutouts of the band members of Sid Arthur, which is both of their favorite bands. Luckily, Ella likes the drummer and Lilo likes the lead, Stu Wolf. And they have tiny cardboard cutouts and they start kissing and talking to them. Now, have you ever had an obsession with a band like this before? No, I haven't. But I did want to ask you the same. Okay. Because I, I, I was question. It was something I could see you. 
<laughs> I could I was like this doesn't resonate for me and I don't remember ever doing this as a teen but I ought to ask Maddie because I could see that the possibly being a thing have never um, had this with a band have never kissed a poster I say that proudly about for what I'm about to tell you <laughs> it's not as creepy uh but I've never kissed a poster in 2002 or three so I'd been grade four or five the Peter Pan remake came out with an actor who has been in absolutely almost nothing else called Jeremy Sumpter. I had a massive crush on him in 2003. Um, Like unhealthy levels. Like I would be at a soccer game. I would be playing on the field. All I'd be thinking about is Jeremy Sumpter as Peter Pan. (laughs) (laughs) This guy is so funny. That is not who I was imagining. (laughs) Like I don't know why... I had such a big crush on him. He played Peter Pan. Okay. Okay. This is, oh, buddy. This is, this is a hashtag teen moment. Preteen moment. I watched in my basement alone. I paused the screen to when his, (laughs) your face. I'm so scared. I paused the screen to where his face was on and I took my hand and kissed my and kissed my hand like lips okay i'm so oh you thought that was going a different way (laughs) i you were like are you sure you want to say this on the podcast (laughs) i took my hand and i made it into like a puppet mouth and i kissed it while his face was on the screen (laughs) (laughs) wow wow so that's what i'm thinking about when they're kissing the cardboard cutouts okay you know who i had that with Minus the, uh, I definitely never paused and did a hand kiss. I also had that with a virtually unknown has disappeared uh, (laughs) actor as well. Uh, And it was the teenage version of Ashton Kutcher in The Butterfly Butterfly Effect. Effect. I was absolutely obsessed i was in love enthralled by him i thought he was okay so you felt cute. the same yeah yeah okay so that's what i'm thinking about when i'm looking at them uh lilo is wearing a che guevara shirt <laughs> oh which is just so funny to me ella sort of says my parents don't like your mom and lilo says well you should feel bad for me because my dad died in a motorcycle accident and the way she tells this story is through another colorful <laughs> vignette. Okay, every, you guessed it. The play's coming in, and what are they doing? They're doing a remake of Pygmalion, everyone's favorite show that apparently everyone knows about except for me and Olivia. <laughs> I know what Pygmalion is, and I know my fair lady. I will come clean in the spirit of confession Please. and say, I didn't know anything about this Pygmalion show. I didn't know about this Pygmalion man, this Pygmalion fellow. <laughs> Drama teacher Miss Bagoli is played by Carol Kane. I love her. She's so funny. She's so funny. She's the landlord in kimmy schmidt the auditions come up for the play lilo is so excited she's got stars in her dang eyes and on the day of she is um worried she's so concerned because she doesn't have anything prepared so she goes up on stage and she sings a song called don't don't move Move on on. by (laughs) sid arthur 
So she gets up there. She's completely unprepared, but then proceeds to belt out this song just perfectly. Uh, well, well, perfectly well, well, in well, air well. quotes. Uh, um, <laughs> this scene, I was squirming so much <laughs> in my seat to watch it. She's dressed in basically oh pirate garb. Oh my garden. God, this is a bad outfit. <laughs> she's dressed kind of in a pirate costume. Her hair is puffed up i mean don't get me wrong she looks absolutely beautiful in this film it is peak Lindsay lohan she's stunning but she has the blonde highlights yeah. in the red hair and i have to say i am not a fan of that there was one scene where i looked and i went it kind of works where she's got like the real curl like the real loose curls in now this song that she is singing I wrote down the lyric don't move on so I could remember but now the tune is evading me could you please Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. are you able to give us a rendition of her singing very sincerely so she goes up no music no accompaniment uh I'll be I'll be honest this isn't a great audition piece uh you don't show a lot of range (laughs) for a musical but I believe that I believe the song goes sincerely (laughs) Don't move on, 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 don't move, don't move, don't move. Don't move. Don't move on. <laughs> that is incredible that you were able to remember those lyrics. As if it's not cringy enough, we get a shot of Megan Fox going, oh shit, she's really good. We get a shot of the teacher oh, loving it. We get a shot of Sam in the back going, oh, he's smitten. His eyes are. If he wasn't in love before. Like, it is just so. This was her moment that you and I have always dreamed of yes. having where you get up in front Spotlights of all the naysayers. Spotlight on everyone in the school has their eyes on you, particularly the popular girls and the guy you have a crush <gasps> okay. on. And you belt out a beautiful <laughs> tune. As a 12-year-old, not only did I lock on to this because of the acting, I, of course, of course locked onto this for the revenge the amount of yeah. revenge lilo gets in this film it's revenge porn essentially okay so then the next scene is the only scene that actually did strike a chord with me where she finds out that uh her beloved Stu wolf has left the band sid arthur yes she has basically been told her family is dead she is in mourning she is so upset yeah me finding out that ginger spice left the spice girls my mom uh did deliver this news one day walking me home from school crumbled crying devastated how is everyone how's everyone gonna fare after this oh my god how how will the spice girls go on but also how how is ginger gonna do out there on her own her outfit does look like the black parade it's got like the gold on the front which honestly i'm fine with oh my god that song oh Oh. (laughs) i told you for one halloween i i dressed up like helena from the video uh, of helena (laughs) 
Helena. <laughs> Sometimes I get the feeling she's watching, watching over, over me. me. <laughs> I loved that song. Same. Uh, that's straight up what Lilo's rocking. Okay, next up in my notes, we have the DDR scene. Dance Dance Revolution. <laughs> so my m- this note opens with capital letters laughing my ass off <laughs> at this dance dance revolution scene this is one of the funniest scenes in the whole movie it's this pretty perfect cinematically like okay i'm trying to think back then like i think dance dance revolution was popular because i think a gamecube version of it had just come out okay that's the thing it's like i have zero recollection of any of us doing this uh, like at a venue yes but at someone's house house that was a fun buddy get the mat out yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, like that was fun i didn't even understand the kind of context of what's happening here like did they come straight (laughs) from school and everyone in the school is there I won't even touch on what Lindsay is wearing. <laughs> okay, she See? looks like every Raptors fan girlfriend. Oh, okay. Whenever they're in the playoffs, decked out in what a a white girl oh, would buddy. think she should wear to a um, arcade class. bar. <laughs> 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 so the setup is that Carla Santini, uh, the most popular girl in school, is so good at DDR. <laughs> she's amazing. She's the queen of DDR, which already in and of itself, that doesn't work. I've never seen a cool popular girl um, <laughs> no. dominating on the DDR game. No. Lilo, who is not intimidated by Carla Santini, is oh, like, Okay, I can show her. So then we get a dance competition between (laughs) Megan Fox and Lilo. And what is so hysterical about this is we are supposed to, as viewers, be watching this like, whoa, Whoa. I can hardly believe it. Like, they are moving (laughs) so slowly. They are moving so slow. It's very simple to keep up with. None of it is impressive. The moves are hysterical. They look like they're taking like a little slow-moving jazz class for for older women. (laughs) They're doing Zumba. They are full-blown doing zumba megan fox kicks her legs up at one point okay. it's like okay like okay, okay the, that's the, not reading on the machine no there's no points for that oh, <laughs> like, oh, yeah and it's supposed to be like okay them utilizing that bar oh in my front god of the them bar is, is a to third be like character the, oh my god that's like the triple sow cow like that is that is the main event it's literally them just hopping, hopping. slowly <laughs> over over a bar. They're doing a star jump over a bar. <laughs> Lilo almost doesn't make it, though, and that freaked me out a little bit. I was like, whoa, 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 careful. That's a stunt. Get the stunt person in. Now, Lilo's pinkies. Every time, and this is the most <laughs> 2000 thing in the entire world. If you take any white girl doing a hip hop class between 2000 and 2005, their hands have a pinky at 12 o'clock and a thumb at three o'clock and they are punching with these little rock hands. It is the most... 
it is the because they're really getting into it. It is the most 2000s thing. White girl pinky hip hop is that is a me in a baggy shirt. Okay, because you know I was gonna say you are also course. the resident. You're the resident actress of the pod, of but you're also the resident dancer of the pod. Oh, you know I was taking Thursday night recreational hip hop, and okay, so I was loving it. With the- <laughs> oh my gosh, I need. I wish I had old dance videos. I need to find them. My pinky. Oh my god, high to the sky. I was doing punches with the pinky hands. I was doing swoops and up and swoop and up with pinky hands. Oh, I was doing isolations with pinky hands. The next scene comes flying out of nowhere. We have a Lilo up against a, a car, car, right? Okay. Okay, which by the way, these movies love to have a teenage boy come come wheeling out from under a car. Never in my goddamn life have I seen any boy no. I know, let alone a teenager, working on a car whatsoever. They barely know how to put They're gas in it. What is happening? Young. They're too <laughs> like, young. They're too this young. This is crazy. I love that this is the go-to activity for writers when they're writing teenage hey. boys. They're not repairing cars. That is for a much older person who has had the experience to work with cars. That's Dan for in Roseanne. (laughs) She says, I like your boots. And we get a zoom into these boots. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) These boots are basically like knockoff, like imitation Doc Martens, but the type that you'd get from like Payless with like a zipper on the inside. (laughs) So they're like little lace up imitation Doc Martens with embroidery all over them. (laughs) Okay. Am I making this up or did the embroidery look like the Zodiac Killer's writings? Yeah. 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 It looked like like his code. There's like weird symbols made out of little white embroidery thread. Okay. He's a Zodiac Killer. These boots are bonkers. Lilo is at home uh, I think Allison Pills there. Honestly, I don't even care no, if she's even there or not. Too, but the setup is that she's at home, and the the mention of this last uh, concert, this last Sid Arthur concert, has been made. It's going to be their last concert with Stu Wolf, and of course Lola <laughs> needs to go. She needs to get tickets. Da da da. But it's in New York City, which is very treacherous for teen girls. So her mom's like, "Well, if you want to go to this concert, you know, your dad uh, would be happy to take you. Go with you." <laughs> Lilo on the phone with her dad did make me laugh. She had this really funny line, and she delivered it so well. Where honestly. Uh, just as a side note i love lilo she really is so good uh she goes oh dad thank you for offering (laughs) but i couldn't possibly go with my father i'd die of shame bye (laughs) and (laughs) honestly and she's also dressed like gandhi because she's doing a hunger strike (sighs) yeah her her she's all over the map that is like me breaking my arm on that toboggan is her doing gandhi i guess because we're both drama queens (laughs) anyways keep going her mom comes into her room and lilo is meditating or whatever and she goes oh my god it smells terrible in here she goes what is that (laughs) and you think it's gonna be like incense or something oh i know what you're okay she looks under the bed and she pulls out 
a Domino's pizza box. <laughs> okay. And then she she's like, that's it. You're basically says like you're grounded. And I'm like, huh? I knew you would have issue with that. Okay. Okay. Yes, I am. I do come from a Domino's household. So. Oh, here's the thing. That is me. I have two <sighs> Domino's under the bed currently. What is the basis of this grounding? I don't that- understand. Is it that she has garbage under her bed or that she ate a Domino's at all. But I think the accumulation of her not being willing to compromise with the dad, her going on this hunger strike, and then the Domino's is the final sort of cherry on top of like, oh, you're so annoying, Lindsay. You're grounded. Okay. I think okay. it's that. Let's take a mo- let's take a minute to shout out Domino's. Shout out to Domino's. Uh, no sponsorship, but would sponsors. happily take one. So Megan Fox's character may I be so bold as to say, please. I don't actually find her that mean. Not even close. She would have been the okay. nicest girl in my grade okay. if that I, was the yeah. Case. Because we're supposed to believe that she is this mean popular girl she's terrible she's so mean that she's institutionalized her babysitter yes like i haven't seen this girl do or say one mean thing this whole movie would love to be friends with her she actually seems i mean maybe i'm saying that as someone who has actually been best friends with many a horrible mean girl but i was like this girl is nice as hell the only time she's mean is with the play is is when she's really like no totally but that but, but up than, until but I mean, before that she's no. very understanding she's very kind she oh miss miss bugoli we have a new student oh Lindsay lohan do you want to sit at my table all of okay <laughs> and maybe this is just megan fox in general and her in every movie but it felt like every single one of her lines was adr <laughs> Did you I notice do. that? I know exactly what you mean because she she when she does her mean girl thing, you know what it is? She keeps her face so still. When you're watching it, it doesn't like her eyes are so focused and still. It doesn't look like she's talking properly. Like it doesn't match up. Yes, it does yeah. not match up. You totally think like, okay, this was okay. added afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I just wanted to mention we we get another very interesting Lilo outfit. This outfit I want to discuss is the <laughs> is where do I begin? Is the red <sighs> knee length capri uh, slash fitted Bermuda short. <laughs> okay whoa 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 i'm not remembering this one explain the top explain the top it's blue her her top is blue i think it, um it may or may not be a three-quarter length sleeve um but basically it's a fitted blue top with a striped bucket hat that is folded over in the front fuck why can't i find this one no that's her pirate no, that's the pirate this one honestly takes the cake for me as the absolute worst this outfit is a full-blown travesty. The, I'm sure Lilo, <laughs> uh, the the real person, was appalled about having to wear this. Oh, gosh. The Marilyn Monroe vignette is uh, okay, top to you bottom. You set us up for this because I forget. She's at play rehearsal and she's daydreaming about meeting Stu Wolf and that how they're going to dance and yada yada. 
and how they're going to go to this party. It basically just looks like a elementary school it's kids so project. so bad. Yeah, it looks like a diorama. Arch project. It looks like a diorama you would have got three out of five on. Should have been should have been a quick shot. Do a quick shot of hers, Marilyn, him putting the necklace on, and then them dancing. We do not need this four minute long short <laughs> film of her walking around <laughs> it, in this like cartoon land. It's so weird. It's so off putting. Lilo's mom would not give her money to buy a cool new outfit to wear to uh, the Sid Arthur party. So she decides, I'm going to steal this smoking hot red dress from the play, like, uh, costume drama room. room. The yeah. drama room. She, I guess, like, enlists Sam yes. to steal this dress for her. Yeah. And we get a really wacky sequence of Sam trying to hide from the teacher as the teacher is in the room and he's trying to steal the dress. It's and a then classic. One, yeah, she's looking around slowly. She's kind of, she's looking for something and her eyes are grazing over all these different um, mannequin heads with wigs on them. And oh, what do you know? Okay. Okay, Sam, the village trickster. It's an E.T. moment. It's He's posing e. as one of the heads. He's posing with one of the heads with a Victorian wig on and making a face. And oh my God, the teacher doesn't even bat an eyelash. He is making the silliest, silliest face. We are all killing ourselves laughing i peed my pants seeing this scene <laughs> oh gosh give me those tropes i love them i love them i love them Lindsay lohan leaves practice and she wasn't sure if sam was able to get the dress so she runs outside to check with sam who is fixing his car as per usual she is wearing the most uh. comedically large cowboy hat. Oh my gosh. It is basically <laughs> one of those prop foam cowboy hats. Like if it was your birthday at Montana's or something, they would give you one of these like, ha ha, 10 foot high cowboy hat. And she is wearing it not as a joke, not at Montana's for your birthday, just sincerely as a fashion statement. It's got that buckle at the front. <laughs> it's about five feet off of her head it's, it's so crazy. brutal she looks like a ranch hand <laughs> she's like oh well thanks for trying to get the dress and he's like what do you mean trying Ugh. lift the hood on the car <laughs> okay why was this necessary she opens the hood of the car and the dress has been put into this oily mess of pistons etc it's like sitting in a dirty garbage bag and she's and it's like even the shot of it it's not like you can tell it's protected it's like kind of loose in the bag and loose in the the front of the car okay so I understand, Sam, that you really want to make a meal out of the fact that you were able to get this dress, but did you need to hide it under the hood of the car just, for this reveal? Just put it in the back seat. We think bud. she's a drama queen. <laughs> he seems like a bit of a drama queen. This was so unnecessary. She doesn't even take it out of the car. She goes, oh my God, closes it back in the hood. Okay, I did notice that. <laughs> and it's like, why are we smuggling the dress off of school property but also, under like, the hood of the car? Don't things move in the hood of the car under oh. there while you're driving? <laughs> like, I don't know. Doesn't it get hot? I don't know anything about a car. I'm not a teenage boy who's always repairing them 
allegedly, but I would think it gets hot and there's oil and why are we putting this dress in there? She has the dress. They have successfully convinced their parents to let them go uh, to New York City to see the concert. Anyway, they're taking the train to New York City and they for reasons that are um, beyond my understanding, they had to get ready inside of the airplane-sized washroom. I thought they were trying to hide from their parents what they were going to wear. I thought that was the gag. But then they show up at the train station, a.k.a. Union Station, via rail. And the parents are like, you look great. (laughs) So it's like, why did we go through the hullabaloo of getting ready on the train? Trying to get ready inside the washroom of a train. Oh, there's powder everywhere. There's powder. on the cheek. Ah, my lipstick's going everywhere. Uh, oh my uh, God. We're trying to brush our hair and somehow our hairs get tangled up together into a knot. I'm brushing yours. You're brushing mine. What the hell's going on here? Who curled their hair on the train bathroom? Come on. That is, <laughs> you know, there are other people on the dang train. You don't have to curl <laughs> your hair in there. Do it at home, you idiot. <laughs> I don't know. We're, we're really on the edge of our seats. We're like, are they going to be able to get ready and look nice for the concert? I was but, so scared. Oh, my God. I was so scared. But thankfully, we see them leave the train. And what do you know? They are uh, concert ready. Okay. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan looks great. Yeah, she um, looks okay. They all look okay. Whatever. I mean, it's a bit much for a teenager, but she looks great. But Allison Pill... You know who she looks like? The Great Gatsby. The blonde girl at the play rehearsal of A Walk to Remember. Oh my God, she She, does exist. She literally is. What the hell are you doing in my bar? She is that character from the original play in A Walk to Remember that you absolutely despise. I spot my eyes. Laser. I know exactly what you're talking about. Fixate on. I know what you're going to talk about. Baton Rouge. Back. On Rouge. I, I see Baton Rouge, which is the <laughs> resident restaurant at Eaton's. That is the restaurant my mom and I used to go to eat at after a nice long day shopping at Eaton's. This was the Baton Rouge <laughs> that I had my first dinner with my parents as a university student at. And I bawled my damn eyes out. I was like, take me home. I don't want to be in the city anymore. Oh. I hate university. Oh, oh, okay. So Baton Rouge holds different places in our hearts. I think of ribs and I think of tears when I think of Baton Rouge. <laughs> I used to get these extremely ginormous oversized chicken like battered chicken things with some sort of mustard sauce it is very visceral for me thinking about those i don't think i've ever (laughs) met someone who likes a chicken and a mustard (laughs) which again i have to say i am a vegetarian but there was a time where i loved for the irresistible combo of chicken and mustard oh that's like that's like ketchup and steak like it's like got no it's like it's like fish and fish and, fish and salt so, actually fish and soy sauce is really great combo it's like it's like fish and relish those two are uh, a couple as old as time i just don't uh, think so i've never heard of it baton rouge which 
Oh, sadly, I only found out recently. RIP, it's not even the it's restaurant totally there anymore. Yeah, totally They've gone. changed it to some other restaurant that I've never heard of, uh, like Mort's or something, but it's not that. Um, <laughs> Welcome to Mort's. Some other like nondescript. Mort's sounds like it only serves potatoes and like a plain <laughs> meat. Point is, a Baton Rouge signifies to me that I have just been shopping with my mom. Aww. I've probably gotten a couple fun items from an American Eagle. Yes. Uh, maybe we went into the Mendocino. Okay. Uh, you know, looked at a couple things. Love, love, De- love. Definitely didn't buy why is everything $7,000. Can't even um, touch it, really. Quality is terrible for clothes. That, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, nice long afternoon of shopping. We go have some Baton Rouge. Okay. We're at home. You knew. We're in my city. We're at the Elegant and Winter Garden Theater where I saw a TIFF film last year. It was actually quite a good film. Uh-oh. Guess what? Lilo pulled a Maddie. She left her makeup bag somewhere and <laughs> they had all their money in it. They can't scalp tickets. So they try to sneak in without any money to the concert. And honestly, Allison Pill gets in. I would have just gone and seen the concert. They leave. Alison Pill notices that a man is following them and a man with a sheepdog and this okay so those dogs I call it a Chelsea dog is it English sheepdog I have always called it a Chelsea dog I think that's I fun. thought that's what the breed was but I'm actually realizing I think it's because the only dog I've ever known like that was as a kid someone had a dog like that and its name was Chelsea <laughs> okay I am looking up Chelsea dog and it is not a breed all just dogs named Chelsea <laughs> okay okay so cute that's very sweet <laughs> but also very wrong you don't come across one of those often I love those they're apparently really hard to maintain because of their hair but I don't give her rats I would live in a barn with one I love them so much they're so cute and it's revealed that the man following is Lilo's aforementioned dad who she told everyone was dead. Yeah, 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 yeah. So her dad is following them just to keep an eye on them with a sheepdog. This is the point that we as the audience realize her dad never actually died. She's telling fibs to everyone. Frankly, we knew it from the beginning because she's such a pathological liar. She really is, yeah. These are the clouds rolling and we know the storm's coming. <laughs> we see a gray car speed by and Lilo goes, that's the Santini car. And I'm like, how the hell do they know that's the Santini car? Next shot, <laughs> license plate, says Santini. Santini. <laughs> <laughs> so they go up to the party. They follow the Santini car. They get to the party. Obviously, Lilo tells a few fibs to try to get in, but they do not get in. But boom, guess what? Stu Wolf, thrown out of his own dang party for being too drunk. <laughs> he stumbles into the alleyway and drunk in a bag in a whole sort of variety of very colorful garbage bags. So they bring him into the next <gasps> scene, which is I'll let you do it. I'll let you do it. The lake view. It's the lake view. Okay. <laughs> the lake view where every time a commercial is filmed in Toronto and we're taking place at a diner, it's like more of a movie set mm-hmm. than a restaurant at this point. Oh, totally. Because it has a quaint, yes, old-timey charm to it. A very, like, classic diner vibe. Shape of Water? Lakeview. Really? Wow. Hellman's commercial? That You Lakeview. guys know that big <laughs> Hellman's commercial. Lakeview. Um, <laughs> okay, so Stu Wolf is, pa- is drunk AF in the Lakeview. And, ag- and again, this and is who me. Who hasn't? 
Who hasn't been? We've all gotten kicked out of Dakota Tavern. We all puked at the table at Red Room on Spadina. (laughs) We all got kicked out of the Fox and the Fiddle for standing on a table. Yes, 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 yes. So Stu throws a donut and guess what? Hits a cop in the head. And guess what? From that, all three of them are arrested. They're going downtown. That's it. Jail cells. (laughs) And this is when Allison Pill is like, what the fuck you lied about your dad being dead and it's like sounds so ridiculous but you're always you are just like oh i remember people that like lied about fucked up shit like that yeah totally then this leads to them having a massive argument Mm -hmm. allison pill will not drop it about the dead dad thing she will not move (laughs) past it she doesn't even want to have anything to do with sid arthur anymore she just wants to go home and then it's so funny because she confronts her she's like why would you lie about this? This line is so stupid. I know exactly what you're going to say. <laughs> she goes, the reason I lied was to seem more interesting. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah no shit. We know. <laughs> you <laughs> like, don't have to tell such us. such an unnecessary line. It's meant to be this big reveal, like, I wanted to see more interesting. It's like, yes. <laughs> yeah, that's why everyone lies. Every lie I've ever told is to see more interesting. There's yeah. no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I'm also a little distracted in this scene because why am I so into the dad? Okay, you're looking at me like I've got 17 heads. I'll say it. And I'm not lying to make myself more interesting, but I am super into Lilo's dad. I think he looks really cool when his sleeves are cut off and he's got that dog and he's chilling and he's kind of hot. I actually don't think you have 17 heads about it. I can see it. I don't. The so... way he's so cavalier, yes, like yes, doesn't, yes, doesn't yes. care about Stu, Wil- Stu Wolf. Oh my Stu gosh. Wolf's actually impressed by him because, side note, can you explain? Lilo's dad is like what a famous author? I do not know. He seems so cool. Why isn't she trying to ride those coattails? So Stu Wolf seems to know Lilo's dad because I guess Lilo's dad what like writes kids books about the dog or something? Yes, 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 that is what it is. He knows exactly who Lilo's dad is. And that just makes you be like, wait, what? All fucking this Lola wants in this whole movie fame. is to have fame, yeah. have access to something. Okay, you've had this dad who seemingly does have connections. I don't get it at all. And like, even when he's at the party. He's like chilling he with looks the dog. so cool. Uh, like, yeah. Everything gets a little, everything gets settled at the police station. And Stu Wolf says, do you guys want to come to the party? So they go, Lilo and Allison Pill have like one more outside thing where it's like, it's really not okay, you lied about your dad being dead and she's like oh can we just have fun (laughs) when they enter (laughs) the editors the directors everyone on the team has decided to do when lilo enters the party everyone is dressed in white like that backstreet boys music video and silver like the cover of millennium Y2K. Y2K. <laughs> they all turn at once to look <laughs> at Lilo. Also, this party just in general is... <laughs> it's so funny that it's their interpretation of what a cool, oh, cool party freaking sick be. party. Okay, firstly, we pan over the hors d'oeuvres. Looks like mini hot dogs. Mini <laughs> gross plain hot dog buns with little weenies in them. <laughs> and don't tell me those are called cocktail weenies because that is not what a cocktail weenie is. The other one, it's just like this green mess. It's like so, so gross panning over it. Also, the VIP section is cordoned. Cordoned, cordoned blued, blued off. off. With, 
with caution tape. There's a man who looks like he's straight out of the 70s. Like a yeah, f- yeah, yeah. There's like a Jimi Hendrix wannabe. This is the writer uh, imagining what a what party is. A cool party <laughs> oh would be. Oh my god. <laughs> so this is actually just a fever dream of it's sparse. It's real sparse. There's like four people per square foot. Like it's not <laughs> okay so so the setup is Stu wolf is like come on girls you know what you're all soaking wet let's get you some new clothes you can be comfortable come to my bedroom not in a creepy way and go into my closet what we get next is uh lilo and allison pill in brand new outfits <laughs> allison pill <laughs> is wearing <laughs> What do you even call this? Uh, crotch, <laughs> crotch high, Converse shoes. <laughs> they are, they are taking Converse high tops to a whole new level. It is. This is NASA. This is astronomical. <laughs> All the way up to. Uh, where her shorts cut off. I don't know. Like, is that material a legging material? Is it a shoe material? I, <laughs> okay, so I was I really can't squinting. Even... I was squinting to try to understand what is going on here. Is that an actual shoe going all the way up that needs to be laced all the way up i barely had the patience to put regular high tops on let alone pant high tops these aren't high tops they're thigh tops (laughs) i think regular high tops paired with accompanying leggings that have lifelike laces going up so it's a two-piece situation i am on a website currently looking at something (laughs) called thigh high converse and they are okay we've got confirmation We've got confirmation. They are shoe. <laughs> they are shoe with top. <laughs> it is coming in. I'm waiting okay, on the other side. I am. I'm just getting it from the ground. Uh, it's coming in from the other station. We're just waiting. Uh, the results are in. They are full-blown shoe material with a tongue at the, atop the knee. They have a tongue. I'm seeing. <laughs> I'm seeing full-blown skate laces. If a skate lace went all the way up to your <laughs> vagina we are seeing tongue at the top <laughs> they proceed to rock out we get a fun little scene of the two of them in their fun cool new outfits and they are rocking out a man just gave you fresh clothes and you're jumping on his dang bed what the hell is the matter with you girls get off the bed <laughs> get off the bed get home now you are both grounded party's fun she sees uh megan fox and ashley leggett in life with Derek. they give her a look like oh my gosh and she's like i'm so happy lilo and pill next day at school show up to brag about how they were at the party but megan fox has already poisoned the water hole and told everyone that they were liars and that they weren't there (laughs) and then fully gaslights them (laughs) when they're like oh my god yeah the party and she's like what are you talking about you weren't at the party i feel like i wish the gaslighters in my life were more upfront about it the way that she is (laughs) 
She even poisons the drama teacher against. Who then starts making fun of Lilo for talking about going to this party. Okay, because Lilo is like frantically trying to Ugh. explain like, I was at the party. Uh, here, look, I, I'm holding this thing. She's being like, look, he even mailed it back to, or he sent it back in a limo as big as this stage. Honestly, you know who it is? It's Charlie talking about his dad being Santa that's oh what's happening yeah, 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 that's yeah. why i'm so uncomfortable we flew on yeah, reindeer i swear and the, bernard was there too everyone's laughing at her oh, the teacher buddy. is dying laughing okay oh my god she okay at the mention of a dress being in a limousine oh she, my god to her that is the funniest thing she's laughing so hard at the idea of this but honestly i get it me too you know why my very first job ever was working at the pickle barrel working at the takeout counter i would answer the phones etc scoop coleslaw etc from giant tubs great gig oh god so nothing's better than a massive quantity of coleslaw of coleslaw so uh, a customer called furious because their order was missing a baked potato. Uh-oh. So what they said was they demanded that we send the baked potato in a cab to their house. And this is pre-Uber, so you have to call a Beck taxi to come pick up this little baked potato. One solitary baked potato, put it in the back seat of the car, and honestly, I got so much mileage out of that. Oh, okay. I was killing myself for weeks. I was Did you strap that him story in? to everyone. Strapped him Did you strap him in? I was telling that story to anyone who would listen. I'm picturing a potato with a face drawn on, and I know that's not <laughs> what was happening. Nowadays, it seems more normal. Like yeah, it, totally. Honestly, it wouldn't even phase you for a restaurant to send a baked potato in a car. It's like, yeah. But back then, ordering this was cr- a town oh. car. <laughs> anyway, so she gets publicly humiliated. Oh, but, oh my god! Oh my god! For apparently lying about this whole thing, making it all up, it was still a really harsh way for her to learn so this harsh. lesson. Even Miss Bogoli is like cackling. She's like literally never been confident enough to laugh in this movie, and now she's laughing so hard at Lilo. It's brutal, and then it culminates with her going home to her room to just completely fling herself into bed and cry like a Jane Austen character honestly I get that oh buddy I'd be doing the same thing the perfect song scores this scene can you sing it for us I'm sorry I can't be perfect oh god does any song speak the the pain of being a teenager more no absolutely not it's the perfect song to languish in bed to she's home sad but she's claiming to be sick and it's the night of the big play the big final eliza rocks of which she is the star and she is not gonna go she's gonna lie up in bed pretend to be sick ella comes to try to convince her to come do the play people are counting on her the following line is is said by ella she goes (laughs) sam has never been to a school function he's only coming because of you 
Who's Sam? <laughs> First of all, who's Sam? I have no idea I've who never this character him. is. Um, but second of all, why has he never been to a school function? I don't get that line. He should have gone to the party with them. Anyways, anyways. Maddie, anyways. no truer words have ever been so good. Anyways. There's so many times he should have been in the movie more for us to give a fuck about this romance. She pleads with Lola to get up out of bed you gotta you're the star you gotta be there because I believed in you blah 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 you gave me courage (laughs) Lilo is the Wizard of Oz and Ella (laughs) is the lion (laughs) Lilo is successfully convinced to come and go to the play and by the way she does then put on a coat that honestly I kind of like okay you know what it reminds me of the undoing Yep. Uh, she is my Nicole Kidman. My boyfriend Joel looks over at one point and he goes, oh, that's where Nicole Kidman got the coat from. <laughs> Green, vibrant, velvet, yes. long coat. Yes. yes. And honestly, yes. I love it. Uh, I dream so of having thing one movie. of these coats. Um, oh, it's the only item of clothing she wears that's remotely acceptable. So the way this place <laughs> starts, full, it's a full house. It's opening night. Huge, 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 huge tension in the crowd. Oh my gosh, what's, ha- what's going to happen? Miss Bogoli. <laughs> is okay to bring this into the 21st century um we see a little orchestra made up of children with macbooks (laughs) and she is is a conductor she is a conductor of children with (laughs) with laptops children seated all wearing the exact same outfit this is like orchestra orchestra wear and they're at their little orchestra seats children Press your bars. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get an orchestra of children <laughs> pressing, I guess, a space bar. A space bar. <laughs> on their laptop to begin the music of the play. And it is the cringiest, oh my gosh, craziest this, thing I've ever seen. This play is not so bonkers it's everything i want everything i hate everything i love <laughs> everything i never want to see again it's based on pygmalion based on my fair lady eliza rocks they do live in for the city which is a stevie wonder song so right off the bat you're going to get sued for doing <laughs> that you olivia what's your favorite part of this play okay <clears throat> we've got a lot going on here so it opens with her as oh God, a cashier in like her cashier wear and she's sitting like oh. cool with yo you can't write that down those are my poisonal woods <laughs> oh. oh my God. <laughs> in a regular voice it's yo you can't write that down those are my in this voice poisonal woods <laughs> <laughs> her delivery of this and it was making me laugh all afternoon i could not get it out of my head i was crying laughing okay i think my favorite musical number in this play was when <laughs> she um it takes place in like the library and we have her in like a with the books on the head uniform <laughs> which by the way she actually looks stunning in this number the prop that everyone is wearing is a giant book <laughs> Uh, on top of their heads and they're doing dance numbers that involve them <laughs> with, with these giant books. It is crazy. Okay. And it's Lilo you... trying to do these dances oh as if they are cool and hot, but it's... 
<laughs> we are getting pinky punch back. We are getting like weird body rolls. Like it, it is truly the epitome of like white girls dancing hip hop into the early 2000s. Did you see the giant head that swings across the stage for no reason? Oh, I did not. <laughs> I did not. Olivia, I think my favorite part of the play is... When it ends, another song just comes back on, I guess, as like the finale. Don't know what the point of this song is. Um, It seems that they've just done a remake of My Fair Lady, like almost shot for shot. Then I don't know what this song is supposed to be. (laughs) And so Lilo is in a Britney Spears pink and orange outfit. She is in a crop pink shirt and a dancy y2k millennium pink pant bell bottom oh my god ultra low rise oh oh my gosh and hands on hips when she's doing dance movements it is is it's it's uh cameron diaz yes level low my favorite part is the dr seuss characters that are swarming (laughs) around lilo with their big spiky blue hair and their little graphic novel like kaboom sound effects on their shirts <laughs> they perform that girl was a drama queen the titular and the best part of this freaking song is the spoken word which we talked about at the beginning this thing gets stuck in my head like once a month twice a month three times a month i'll be folding clothes and i'll be like life is a work of art but the but the okay the fucked thing though i don't know if this is funny but this is whatever the fucked thing about this song is when i hear this part or when i sing this part to myself (laughs) i sing it i say it to myself like i'm the joker so i'll say it like Life is a work of art. <laughs> you gotta paint it colorful. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the same way, in the same vein, that he does the speech about, I'm like a dog chasing its tail, chasing cars, <laughs> one of those days or whatever the fuck that is. Don't know why, what mental illness is that? That is unique to you, I would imagine. Although, if anyone <laughs> out there also has that experience, please Life let us know. Life is a work of art. You gotta paint it. Colorful. <laughs> you can paint it anything you want. You don't have to stick to any rules. We got a pinky. We got a punch. We're getting everything. We're getting Dr. Seuss. I love it. But the play really makes no sense. Uh, the budget is way too high for the caliber. I mean, the dancers are amazing. But honestly, Lilo kind of sucks in the final play. Yeah. <laughs> final scene is uh, they're having a party at Carla Santini's. It's like the cast party, I believe. Stu Wolf shows up. <laughs> <laughs> Stu Wolf, the rock star, uh, in his twenties, famous rock grown star, adult man, uh, shows up to a child's <laughs> cast party for a high school play <laughs> on the on the basis that he needs to return. Okay, <laughs> Lindsay Lohan's okay Coke bottle cap <laughs> bottle cap necklace. I'd be honest, if I saw that thing in my room, that's going straight in the garbage. I don't believe I don't think that's a necklace. I don't want to get too serious, but why isn't a grown adult coming showing up at a child's party and finding a dumb excuse to stay? <laughs> Of course, Disney does see the problem with this, um, and they put the teacher there as well, so that in the very end, while Stu and Lilo start flirting and dancing, a full-blown adult with a full-blown child, we can quick 
quickly sub out stew for sam and we can make stew dance with the teacher yeah, so initially i was kind of confused i'm like wait are we meant to think that the, this was a dream that she was dancing with stew but it was actually sam i know but no, i know like ugh, they make this so fucking clumsy they do a switch it's- out because the problem is they realize that they have written a movie where the love story should be stew and lilo but then they go uh-oh but she's a kid <laughs> and so they quickly 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 switch it out and go crudely quickly say you know what? Actually, I do have time for a boyfriend, and my boyfriend's <laughs> going to be Sam. My final ma- words on the matter. We as a society are so frigging loosey-goosey with adults, romantic involvement with children, and it has <laughs> got to stop. Boycott Stu Wolf. Boycott Sid Arthur. I'm glad Sid Arthur broke up. There, I said it. <laughs> okay, so let's quickly do our ratings and get the hell out of here. So the first rating is Nostalgia Factor. Out of 1 to 10 neon rubber spike Claire's earrings. <laughs> what was your nostalgia factor? How much did this remind you of the 2000s, being a kid, yada yada? It's crazy. Even though I'd never seen this movie, I don't think you would think not much. I, uh, there wouldn't be much for me to connect with. But oh my God, this movie took me on a ride, bringing me back so many memories. And for that reason, I am going to give this movie a 8 neon rubber Claire's earrings spikes (laughs) for me this is a full-blown honestly I'm gonna give this a full-blown nine neon rubber spike Claire earring studs next up is the entertainment factor what is your entertainment rating out of 10 neon spiked Claire studs I am going to give this film which I did not have to watch in two parts Mm -hmm. I wasn't zoning out Mm -hmm. I didn't love it but yeah I definitely didn't straight up hate it um i would say this is about a six neon claire's rubber spike earrings you know what and i'm only going to give this a seven neon spiked claire earrings it's good like it's it's a fun watch um it's not painful to get through it's there's a lot of really funny moments that you can (laughs) laugh at as an adult yeah i don't know seven seven neon spike Claire rubbers. <laughs> Neon spiked Claire rubbers. <laughs> okay. And the final is, would you recommend this? Who would you recommend this to? How are you feeling? Let's just say, I'm not going to go out of my way to recommend this. It's not a Facebook status. <laughs> to someone. <laughs> I'm not shouting from the rooftops about it. But if you are looking for a night steeped in nostalgia, you want to have that memory jogged of the t- early 2000s, then this movie is for you. I'm going to recommend this to a I'm going to recommend this to a younger cousin to learn about what it was like in the 2000s. That's fun. That's fun. Hot cocoa, you know, we're chatting so we don't really need to pay attention sort of deal. That's <laughs> what I'm rec- that's what I'm seeing for this. And that's the dang movie and that's the dang year. Bye-bye 2020. Bye-bye Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen. Hello to the month of January which we are dubbing. Say it with me now. Jan, you, Mary, Kate, and, and Ashley. That's right, kids. We are doing Mary Kate and Ashley films for the month of January. Uh, if you like Mary Kate and Ashley, you're going to love this. If you hate them, we'll see you in February. <laughs> we are starting off with Billboard Dad. Uh, Billboard Dad is what I just said. Bilbo Baggins Dad. <laughs>
if you have a suggestion, send it in. We kind of have already got them going, but we are open to if you have any suggestions. Strap in for the month of January, Kate and Ashley. Let's bump those wintertime blues with the power of twins, frankly. We will see you in the new year. Okay, if you want to follow us, follow us at uh, Twitter, at 30going13. If you want to follow us on Instagram, it is also at 30going13. Ooh, please rate and review. Uh, rate and review the podcast. Uh, well, give it, you know, give it a good one if you're going to. I mean, you know what? <laughs> if you're going to do it at all. Give it a good yeah, one. Give it a good one. You know, I mean, don't take the time to do a bad one. <laughs> um, and we don't have a sign off for this podcast, but based on this movie, if we did. I think we both know what the sign off is for this life is a work of art i'm just letting you do the entire thing (laughs) (laughs) see i i I did think we were going to say it in unison life is a work of art you uh i'm like a dog chasing a car (laughs) okay i i i we love you we thank you and goodbye